Hi everyone, this is That's Not Mindful. Meditations for people who hate meditating. This is Jessica. And I'm Diana. And we are excited to be with you yet again for another great episode. So today we're talking about uh, that horrible nagging feeling that you get when you leave the house and you're like, oh shoot, did I leave my oven on? Or did I lock my door? Or where did I put my keys? We just had Um, this conversation at the dinner table like uh, two weeks ago, I think it was. It was very funny. My mom said that like she's constantly, she'll stand there and she'll be like, I turned off my flat iron. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's another one. So uh, it's funny, we had a party uh, last weekend. I don't always believe myself, that's the problem. We had a party last weekend and I was like very, very, very careful. I was like, okay, I turned off my flat iron, I noticed that red light, I pulled the plug out, I waited for it to cool, and then I made sure I put it away and I paid attention. And then I didn't worry about it all night. So that's really, uh, so the solution to all of these problems is mindfulness. So, um, so like I said, like, you know, I, I was very mindful about putting away my flat iron because I did not want to worry about bringing my house down all night, especially because my dog was home. Oh my goodness. I always think of like, um, you know, that movie, um, what women want when he finally can hear like what women say and like they're jogging. So he goes jogging to hear what they worry about. And she's like, I think I turned off the coffee pot. I'm not sure if I like, <laughs> do I have to go all the way back to turn off the coffee pot? Yeah. Oh, sometimes I've like been driving down my street and I've like turned around, parked in my driveway, run up to the door and made sure it was actually locked and then got back in the car. So uh, mindfulness, if you lock your door or turn off your stove or whatever you're going to do, if you do it present, if you are present and do it mindfully and really being present and taking in everything around you and not thinking about anything else, I promise you, you will not have these worries. Um, so for example, when I, la- so if I'm running out of the house because I'm late and I'm thinking of a million things and I'm running through the laundry list in my head, I'll like lock my door, jump in my car and like go and be like, okay, I don't have time to turn around. I'm pretty sure I locked it. I always lock it. It's always locked, like I'm fine, but you, you're always worried about it. Um, on when I take my key and I pull my door closed, I lock my door, I hear the click, I lock my second lock, yep. I feel the key in my hand, I always I jiggle the handle, um, you know, and then when I, again, I get to my car, I look at my door, I notice that my door is closed and I know that I locked it because I'm, I'm, I'm mindfully putting my keys away, being present. Um, I know that my door is locked and I don't worry about it anymore. Right. Well, I kind of do that with putting my stuff away when I get home. Having funny, you know, that's not something I worry about. <laughs> <laughs> having well, having a space for my things and putting my things away as best that I can is helpful because then I just know they will be there in the morning when I am running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not going to have to worry about that because I know that it's there. I you might whether my wallet or my whatever. I actually. Mm-hmm just lost my wallet a while ago and it was the most mind-boggling thing because I mean I know what happens and ended up not being that big of a deal to change everything I just you know instead of worrying about it um and continuously checking on my credit cards I was like this is silly this is not my fault you know at all Uh, I'm just going to replace everything it took about an hour it was no big deal um but now I am more, I think, aware of where it is all the time. Mm-hmm. But I also know 
that if I'm moving it anywhere else for whatever reason, I'm going to say to myself, okay, you're bringing your wallet upstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, don't forget to bring it downstairs. Or sometimes like I'll tell like whoever's in my house, like I'm putting this here. Make sure I bring it downstairs. Or I'm putting this here and I'm telling you so that when I say, oh my God, where did I put that thing? You'll know. They know know where it is. Someone else knows where it is. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, you know, so, um, yeah. So, and, and also the solution is, uh, you know, I don't worry so much about where things are once I'm home. It's more like when I'm not home, it's like, is my oven on? Is my door locked? You know, I worry about that stuff, especially it's like, are my gates closed? Or is my dog going to make a break at the back door? You know, like I have to make sure all of that stuff is locked. Um, you know, but like I check it, I check everything before I leave and I know that I'm good. Um, when I'm home, everything always goes in the same place. Like I know like my husband will come inside and he will throw down his wallet and he'll throw down his keys and he'll be like, oh shoot, where are my keys? You know, <laughs> like right. I should throw them down. Or he'll leave them in his pocket and then like, you know, he can't find his keys and then we have to like go through the laundry. Oh, like when you them. leave your glasses on your head, your sunglasses on oh your head. Oh my gosh, my mom used to leave her glasses on her head all the time. So <laughs> where are my glasses? So growing up, my brother's job was to find my mom's glasses. Uh, it's a good job. I, like half the time they were on her head. Like, <laughs> right? she's he pro- just- and he probably just let her run around the <laughs> for a little while right he might have my mom's gonna be so mad at me for telling this story. <laughs> so, uh you know but like so as long as like everything so I always like I mean I guess it helps that you know I carry a purse but like you know so I know my wallet is always in my purse my keys are always in my purse except for this morning I sometimes I'll leave and I'll put my keys in my pocket because I've got to put my kid in the car I've got to put the dog in the car and the keys go in my pocket and so if I don't find them in my bag, I know they're in my pocket, except this morning I couldn't find them and I'm like freaking out and I'm back to call a locksmith and they were in the other pocket. Well, now, I never used yeah. the left pocket. I always used the right pocket and they were not where they were supposed to be. So <laughs> keeping your kid, and again, like I put them in there absentmindedly because I was focused on everything Something else, else I had to do. Yes, exactly. So, you know, so if you um, just, and this is a really easy thing to practice, right? You just, um, that is their you know, spot. Right. You, you, you know, so like you leave your house, just be present in locking the door. If you're turning off your oven, be present. And you can say, I'm turning off the oven now. Yes, you can. Or you can like, or turn off the oven and like do something that you'll remember. Like you can turn off the oven and like pinch your cheek or something. You'll be like, why did I do that? Oh, that reminds me that the oven is off, you know? Right. Um, so, you know, so you, like, so the, uh, my point is like something physical, even if you just like, bring your awareness to the pressure of your finger on the button, button. turns off or, yeah. you know, or the knob, whatever turns your oven off, like bringing your awareness there. It helps. It really does. Um, and then, um, you know, like it's done and you can say like, wait, did I turn it off? Oh yes. I remember I pressed my thumb in so hard. I like, you know, dented it. You like know? I still <laughs> have the, yeah. Right. Or, or if you turn off your burner, like, That's oh, like yeah. in the cartoons when they, you know, tie a ribbon around their finger, right? Right. And then they yeah. never remember what the ribbon's for. Exactly. <laughs> or like, you know, if you're turning off your stove, like, you know, oh, did I turn it off? Yes, I did. I heard the clicks. I remember. Or like I checked. I remember looking at my stove before I left, like no fire. Well, that's the thing with, uh, you know, the safety seats for the kids. Like you got to push it until you hear the click. Like that's Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. Or or, or like when you're on a roller coaster, right? Like the click. (laughs) (laughs) Very important when you're on a roller coaster. Exactly. Sure. I remember we went to, um, my friend Amy and I, we went to um, uh, one of the theme parks it was right after covid and things were open but in florida everything was open so it didn't really matter (laughs) they had told us we went we went on this really stupid roller coaster i don't know why we went on it we were we're sort of like tricked into it but that's a whole other story anyway so we're on this thing and 
I remember the guy saying to me, oh, once upon a time, we weren't even allowed to check to make sure it was secure, right? Because we weren't allowed to come up to people and be cl that close to people. I was like, I would want a million diseases in the world, yeah. <laughs> like rather than be dead because you didn't come around and check, you know? So, like, so they were running the roller coaster without checking that people were about. They were basically telling people like, you got to hear the click or something like uh, that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't trust the click. I trust you when your hand goes like this and it doesn't yeah. open, you know, like. Um, and, and it just, I, I don't know why we went on that roller coaster. Like I said, we got tricked into it. It was like, Jeff's like, if you want to go on it, go on it now. And we're like, okay, we're going to go. And we're like, why are we going on this? But anyway. I used to love roller coasters. And then I got old and my back can't take them anymore. And it makes me really sad. Like we, when we go to uh, amusement parks, like my husband and my daughter go on the rides and I have to sit and watch and I'm like so lame. I mean, it was fun, but it was like, you know, we, we you know, I don't, I don't know how much we enjoyed it because we were like, is it done yet? Is it done yet? So I don't, we were not in the present. Yeah, that is for sure. Well, yeah, if you're worried about when is it over. So sometimes like we have, uh, like, so we teach little kids and sometimes they ask us, when is yoga over? Yes. I feel like, oh, you know, I love you. You too, but you know, we have to. Well, I we think we say, like, you know what? Let's just enjoy being in yoga, and then our time will be over, and you'll go back to your class. Like, for, for I mean, me. and I'm sorry, are you so anxious to go back to math? Like, well, that kind of signals like, to me that you know maybe they just don't want to sit there for that long. Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously they're saying it because they're not having fun. But like, we want to do fun stuff. stuff. But sometimes they have, they have, we haven't even started. Like they'll come, they'll come and sit down. When's yoga over? You're like, um, never. Like, can you even <laughs> tell time? Like it's over. From 40 minutes like yeah. it's like hey listen the school wants us for 40 minutes so <laughs> oh i can't oh, wait yeah. to get back no it'll be i can't wait to get back i'm very excited um so yes um i guess that is where we were at this week right our link this week is we went from self-care and saying no and being mindful of your um of, of yourself to being mindful of judgment and how we react to it to being mindful and being in the present and how we respond to that. Right. And today is really a continuation of being present and how that can just kind of help you in your life, you know, because like you also like when you leave your house and go about the rest of your day, you really can't be present if you're worried that your house is burning, you know? Well, I don't know that people always leave their house that their house is burning but they might that be your house is a little extreme well no i mean well it depends on what your worry is that's right? true if, if you worry mm -hmm. that you left your oven on your stove on or your 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 if you left your flat iron on yeah like i'd be worried about my house burning down if i was worried did i lock my door or i'm worried about my house being or, burgled or my dog getting out but like the point is if you're worried about something else like you can't be present in the rest of your day and you might need to be present right? and like, and that's the thing you're not going to be mindful if you're worried about um your kid in school and maybe a test that they're taking today they were really upset about or a project um you're not gonna if you're in a meeting you're not going to be able to be present in that meeting if you don't say to yourself okay i can't exactly. control what's going on in school right now and i can that was like deal with that later and I found that very mm. difficult when I was working, uh, not when I was, when I was practicing. Oh, I did too. Like when I was practicing law, because I remember like I was never happy because when I was at work, I was worried about everything that needed to be done at home. And when I was home, I was worried about everything that needed to be done at work. And I was never present. I was never, um, able to like just enjoy being in one place at one time. So when you I, know? when I gave my notice, um, I had, 
I have a really cool boss. And I said to her, look, the reality is, is that I'm not, I said to her, and, and I didn't really know that this was, you know, about being in the present then, but I said, I'm not being a good wife. I'm not being a good, I don't feel like I'm being a good mom. My daughter was like, you know, like three months old. So how good of a bad of a mom could have I been? They don't need much of that. Exactly. Sure. And I'm not being a good worker. At least two out of three of those were correct, <laughs> you know. Um, but at least I guess I was able to recognize that myself. It wasn't like my husband was like, you're being a bad wife, you know. I'm sure you were being a great wife and a great mom. I was just being pulled in a lot of directions. I wasn't able to focus on what I felt was important to focus on. And at that time, um, I wanted it to be work, um, but it turns out it it wasn't. And I had the ability not to, so I chose to not at that Very lucky. I thank my husband all the time for rescuing me from practicing (laughs) law. Like, it's a terrible lifestyle. Um, and he does it. He loves it, but um, it's uh, but no, it's just knowing. I know that there's a lot of people who take on things not because they have to, but they they feel like they have to, um, and you have to be mindful of that um, because someone else's success or whatever it is doesn't really dictate what happens for you and your family and your life and your thing. Like if. It just I know people who are just like they they want to have some sort of side hustle as they call it, but well, the reality some, is that doesn't always work for everyone. Well, but it works for some people. Like I have a couple of friends, and they just need to be busy, right? Like I have actually both of these friends. Like they both have three kids, they both have husbands, they both have houses to take care of. You know, they both have jobs, right? Um, you know, and they just and they just keep taking on more, and I, I, it seems to fuel them. Like I feel like you know if they if they just sit. Um, but they're if, not going to be happy but like you, not having something But you wonder why that's not making... Not that they should be fulfilled with that. I'm not saying that. But, like, you know, th- there there is taking on too much. There well, is such a right, thing. Right, but, yeah. but taking on too much for you might look different from somebody Oh, 100%. Else, you know? yeah, but so there are my, people... My grandfather who, used to always say, God knows how big your shoulders are. Yeah. But you there know, are so. people who do take on things because so, they can't say no. Well, right, and that goes on to uh, Val's right. injury. That's my, like, that was know, sort of my point. Like, you don't have to say yes because you think that like you're less worthy if you don't so right so we've already talked about that but um but I think that like and this is kind of like you know I I wanted to mention like just like when you're dealing with your kids it's important to be present like for those moments um especially like you know um look we're all busy like some of us work some of us have you know other stuff going on that we need to give our attention to but like when you're with your kids you know if you're you know if you're taking them out for ice cream if you're going to their school play if you're going to their recital or whatever it is like you need to be present at those moments right which means that you can't be worrying about something else like you can't be worrying about uh people judging you you can't be worried if your stove is on you can't you can't be worried about other things you have to put that aside um and you have to just be present be in that moment for your kid and because you don't want to miss that like they're and we're they not saying up so fast and we're not saying drop everything and at certain age they certainly need to become more well, self-sufficient no, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, it's a question of balancing right because right. it's like it's like you know um and this is i think this is especially true with working moms like you know by the way like as an 80s kid like we were lied to so badly like you know like they well, told yeah. us they told us we can have it all we can be moms we can have high-powered careers we can have a house we can have we can, but 
Right, you're always giving up something. So, right, you're always giving up something. So, so mm-hmm. what that's kind of worked into presently is now they tell you you can have everything, but you can't have it all at the same time, right? So if you're if you have a career, you're focused. You're at your job, right? right? Your 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 mind needs to be there. But when you're parenting, your mind needs to be there. If their you know? needs so, if their needs are trumping you trumping your needs meaning like they need to be fed and they're not of age to go and well, feed I themselves. Well, I think that's a fair need. You can't say, but you can't say to them, oh my God, I, I got to work. I got to work. My husband does that all the time. But like, you know, I got, oh my God, last night. Or I they didn't like, tell me that they were hungry. So last night, so I, I started a very Like big, he's 11. He's not going to tell you. He's just going to go eat junk food. So yesterday I decided I was going to clean out all my daughter's like school stuff from last year, which I totally mm. meant to do over the summer, but I was so busy being present and enjoying summer and being mindful about <laughs> that I didn't get to it. So first day of school, I started cleaning out her thing. And of course, by the time she came home from school, I wasn't done because let me tell you, like it was not a quick job. Right. Um, so there's stuff everywhere. And I'm trying, she's got paint on her desk that I'm trying to scrub off and I'm trying to get this done. And like, she's hungry. The dog's hungry. Everybody needs to eat. I'm like, okay, I promise. Like, give me one second. Like, here's some tomatoes. Like, just give me a minute. Yeah. Like, give me a minute. I've got pasta water up, you know? It's like, so you can't like, you know, obviously you have to meet their needs. Um, you know, and you can figure out the best way for you to do that. Um, but again, like you can't. That also uh, depends on their abilities as well. <laughs> well, right. The older they are, the more they can do for themselves. Right. But I, but I know now that my daughter can do for herself, she won't do what I want her to do for herself. Right. Because she's hungry. She's not going to go take the tomato. She's going to go in the cabinet and take the M&Ms. You know? Right. Well, you know, you have to be very specific about what you want. But, yeah. um, but yes, I agree. So, so listen, what we're saying is there's obviously two ways of looking at it, two very different, you know, parenting styles, ways of looking at it, but also that you can't have it all. So you're going to have to, you know, choose in the moment, you know, which is really the one you have to so, meet. And whichever and wherever you are at that moment, be there. So be yeah, present. there might be actually a time where you might have to say to your boss, I can't get that to you in the next hour because it's whatever time it's feeding time at the zoo you know <laughs> however you want to that's what i used to always that say that doesn't always fly with your boss no though. but i used to say to my mom it's like feeding time at the zoo can i call you later <laughs> you know um well your moms are different right? yeah but like, sometimes you're right that's not the case yeah. you have to you have to figure out how that works for you no one could really tell yeah. you what that is but look, and like, you, you have, have to decide that in the moment yeah, right yeah. so like look you know like if it's not our job to organize your schedule for you mm-hmm. like that that's on you but we can tell you that um being mindful like just taking time in your day we kind of we haven't brought that up in a while take some just carve out some time in your day maybe it's on your drive to work maybe it's to on, think about it more maybe, clearly maybe it's after you drop off at school and to think it through home. more clearly right or just but just just take a minute and just be present and forget about everything let everything melt away and just focus on what's in front of you i don't know and how just, many times i'm like oh you know i'm gonna cook tonight i'm gonna cook tonight i'm gonna cook tonight and then when you know they come home and there's a project and there's a this and gotta go to the store um i'm like you know what jessica Cooking is just not going to happen tonight. Yeah. And you have to put that aside, but you still have to feed your children. Or like like you cook something way less ambitious. Like I was, I was planning to make these like broccoli cheddar things that my daughter likes. They're kind of like fritters. I was like, they take a while. I was totally going to make them. But after like cleaning out all her school stuff and picking her up and taking the dog out 27 times in 96 degrees. (laughs) Wasn't going to happen. Wasn't going to happen. And that's okay. Like I made pasta. I made a lot of vegetables. Everybody was happy. I gave her some protein, like everything, balanced meal, like 
like, good, you know. We're, so, and she had a healthy snack when she got home from school. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. So basically yeah. what we're telling you is you continue to do you, but realize that um, some, you need to sort of be in the moment to think rationally about what needs to be addressed right. and what and doesn't. And the, the, more, the, the more that you can be present in your day-to-day, in your moment-to-moment activities – um, the, the easier it will be for you because that, and to we really, turn things aside. Yeah. Yeah. You really like, like, so if you're at work, you are at work and you need to put everything, dinner aside, you need to put everything else aside and focus on your work. And if you are at home and you are parenting, or even if you're not a parent, like just because we're not a parent doesn't mean we're not busy. Right. You know, it means like we have other stuff to do. So, but whatever you're doing, do it mindfully, bring your focus there. Um, don't judge, just be aware of the world around you, you know, just, um, even if you're walking down the street, like notice your footsteps, notice the sounds around you, notice what's around you. Uh, we, uh, we used to watch, my husband and I used to watch America's Got Talent and they had this guy who was like, he was a karate guy, but he was kind of making fun of those old karate videos. Yes, and he I was like, look around and they're like, why do you keep turning around? And he's like, an attacker can come from any direction. <laughs> so like, and, and my husband and I say that all the time. Like if I just look over my shoulders, like what are you doing? An attacker can come from any direction. So, but that's about being mindful too. You know, you're just aware of your surroundings, aware of what's around you. I'm aware of sights, smells, uh, sensations. Um, just bring your awareness there, and wherever you are, be there. Well, they say man plans and God laughs. <laughs> That's like probably the most mindful thing you could accept. Well, right, because you know, like, whose uh, planning is looking ahead, right? I and honestly sometimes, here. and it, it actually makes me more in the present, which is kind of weird. But like, I, 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 I picture this. Being okay, I I picture God as a man. Uh, maybe not other. That's not very woke, Jessica. No, it's not. But whatever. So this is funny. I literally picture this like man up on like a mountain, like <laughs> looking down on me and laughing. And I don't know like why. The Ten Commandments. Yes, it just makes me laugh um, because I don't know. It's just funny, but it's also like it's the truth, right? I mean, we. Well, I don't know what the truth is. So. <laughs> but no, the truth is, is just like you can't. You know, everything just it, it changes sometimes from minute to minute and. You know, you have to sometimes take a minute and and think and redirect. You know, it's funny. I really don't think about what God looks like. I just feel about. Well, I wasn't thinking like about what He's just looking. kind of present. You know, but that's what I do to make like, me laugh about the oh. situation when it make, oh. annoys me <laughs> like when something changes. Like there's you. physically somebody there. Like, like I get it. Ha ha. So it's funny. So I think of like mm-hmm. relatives up in heaven. So like I'll give you an example. So uh, when my stepfather passed, my mother um, sent me to the wrong cemetery in New Jersey, and I did not have time to get there before the funeral started. So like I missed his funeral, and like I just said, it was like you know he's laughing. He's laughing at my mom, and he's laughing <laughs> at me. He's up there, and I saw him. Like I saw him looking down at me and laughing. Of course, because why and, would you? Why would you even <laughs> go into that place where you're gonna blame your mom and blame yeah. the this? It just or like, or I'll tell you, like, yeah, we time, don't know why these things happen. Or one time I went to, to this luncheon and I, I won a raffle. Like, I don't win raffles. Like, my grandmother won raffles. I remember you were without me, like, the one time. Oh, yeah. and you went to- <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't come. You might have won. So It's true. <laughs> and I just remember, and I remember thinking, like, that was my grandmother. Like, my grandmother, like, Knew you know, that you needed it. Like, yeah, I, my grandmother wanted to say hi, although, yeah. Um, although it used to, which is way better than what used to happen, like, because when I was on my way to her shiver, I, uh, I blew my tire out. I ran over something, ruined my tire. Then, like, exactly a year later, did it again. <laughs> I was like, Grandma, I promise I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. then she's and then she sent me a diamond. So, so yes, know. that's <laughs> that's why I always think that there's just someone up there like laughing yeah. and this was just supposed to happen this way and ha 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 do you think it's funny and yeah so but it it just helps me redirect myself right and like realizing like you know there's actually Mm -hmm. a buddhist saying that like you know if you um look at a pot like a clay pot um see it as broken um, and that way, when you ultimately break it, like you're not sad Look at about you it. moving from like Shakespeare. I, to I love it. <laughs> well, that this is kind of my area, area right? <laughs> like I am a yoga expert. So, um, so you look, you look at the pot. Um, it's a beautiful pot, but you look at it and picture it broken. And that way, when you ultimately break it, that's the way that it should be. Got like, it. you know, it just, it just is like, yeah, like I don't have to be sad about that. This is the way. It, oh my God. I don't know how many times like our kids are like, it's broken. And we're like, no, it's just different. <laughs> right. They don't really like that, but we well, like, but you know what? Sometimes it is broken. Like I've seen these kids are like, we let them draw with chalk and they like, you know, wear it down to the nub and they can't hold it anymore. Well, so and Jessica's like, it's fine. It's just different. Like Jessica, give that kid a piece of chalk. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> There's no reason to. Jessica, they could not literally hold it in their fingers. It was like Okay, those numb. those aside, those aside. <laughs> um, but you know when you weren't there the one time during the summer where they're like, okay, I'm done with mindfulness. Like, no, we're never done with mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like, and I promise like the more that you do it, like the easier things will be for you because you you just end up being so much less stressed out. You know, uh, and this was supposed to be our short podcast today. It was, yeah. So remember, lock your door, turn off your stove, and just pay attention when you do it. And remember, there's a big being of some sort, however you want it to be, up in the sky. <laughs> if off. you believe Let- that, we don't want to offend anybody. It could be anything. It could be a zombie. Oh, you know, zombie <laughs> studies, whatever. <laughs> it can be some people uh, just, you know. Standing up there and laughing at you. You're like, okay, okay, <laughs> I got the picture. So, yeah, so fate, karma, destiny, whatever. Um, yeah, you know, you can't you can't plan everything, and you just have to be okay with, you know. I mean, you don't have to be okay with it, but, like, you have to accept it as it is without judging it. And, you know, not always easy, but, you know, locking your door, very easy. Like, I think this is actually, like, the easiest mindfulness homework that we've ever assigned you. Like, lock your door. Lock your door, but just pay attention as you do it. Lock your door, notice the feel of the key in your hand, hear the click, jiggle the hand. Mindful. <laughs> or just remember Diana's voice. And you'll be like, dude, did I lock my door? <laughs> well, no. See, if you follow my very simple four-step program, you don't have to worry about locking Can your door. Can we sell that? We should make an infomercial. Are you tired of worrying about whether you locked your door? <laughs> <laughs> I think you got the title now. All right. Have a good day. Stay safe. Namaste. Namaste.